Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is episode 155, and my little pup Rupert is <laughs> sneezing and, and playing with me and trying to get my attention. I don't know why I started talking and it just made him happy. So he's just running around, jumping around on me right now. Um, that being said, I hope you have a friendly pup with you, um, or kitten if that's what you like, or maybe you're a reptile person. Those are those are friendly too. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's episode 155. I have one of my dear friends. This is the wonderful Mike Euler. Um, Mike is an incredible badass. Uh, what more can I say? Uh, you guys are gonna get to hear him uh, dis- display some elements of perfect pitch. You're gonna hear music from Weird Al Yankovic and SpongeBob SquarePants and all this cool stuff that he's worked on. He's a badass. I've known him for years through the Silver Lake Conservatory, which is one of my favorite organizations in in LA, uh, and also one of my favorite groups of people to work with and around. I just love it there. And Mike is one of those guys. One of the first people I met there at that school, and I was enamored by his individuality and u- uniqueness as well as insane abilities uh, in music. So I'm really excited to have him on the show. Uh, we've been talking about it for years, actually, and just uh, haven't made it happen. And then finally, I was like, dude, this is crazy. Let's make it happen. So he's here, and I'm delighted that you guys all get to meet him. Um, as for me this week, uh, not a lot of public stuff. I'm actually playing the whole week with the Los Alamitos uh, Show Choir program this week. So if you are somebody that likes show choir and wants to come check that out, or if you're a listener that's in that choir program, which I know there are some of you, <laughs> then, then uh, come see that show, or I'll see you there. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's going on all week. Uh, so that's my shows this week. Um, you can buy tickets, but they are all sold out, I think. They're always sold out. So um, anyway, that's really all I'm doing this week is going to be doing that and uh, writing during the days. So um, not a big, you know, big me horsing around throughout the week. Um, either way, it's going to be a wonderful week. I hope you have a wonderful week. And with... I, I just I just don't want to talk anymore. I want to get you right into this wonderful show with my wonderful dear friend, Mike Euler. Okay? So, you know, if you are hungry, maybe you need to go pop a bag of popcorn. You know? Or stop for a bag of corn nuts. Uh, or some other corn-based treat. Uh, you know, something like that. You know, get yourself a little snack. Get yourself a cold or hot beverage, depending on the temperature of, you know, your internal organs that needs to be heated up or cooled down. <laughs> And most of all, I just want you to sit back, relax, and like I beg of you every single week, enjoy the freaking show! the Ryan is Super Strong Podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong! Today's strength level is power tools. Now, power tools, you know, obviously if you use power tools, you're working with a different level of strength than just a regular tool, you know? Uh, You get a lot of power, whether it be electric or from batteries or any of these things, gas powered, you know, power tools get the job done quicker, stronger, faster, and my guest today is somebody who gets the job done in every way possible. This is a strong man. He's a composer. He is someone that I've seen use a tool to make music. He is a multi-instrumentalist. Uh, he plays. He's one of those jerks that plays like every instrument on the planet. 
<laughs> He's a badass dude, a great teacher, great friend. This is the wonderful Mike Euler. Hello. How's it going, man? Oh, not bad, not bad. I thought of when I, you know, I have a different strength level every day, every time we do this show, you know, and uh, and when I was thinking about you, the first thing that pops up in my mind when I think about you is musical saw. Um, you're the only guy I know that plays musical saw, and I was thinking. Yeah, but you know, I can't say saw as a strength level. It's not strong enough to represent Mike. But now I know what you're talking about when you're saying I I use a tool. Mm-hmm. I'm actually gonna put one of the cans off of my ear it. because yeah. it's, it's one of the things that Andy Paley uh, taught me in the studio. Yeah, um, we call headphones cans. That's right. actually that's slang the, in the for, biz for headphones. Yeah, yeah. People in the biz. In the biz, they call them cans. Yep. 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 So you're taking a can off. Taking a can off. Uh, it, it helps you kind of... Not to be confused with remember this can sh- of La Croix that <laughs> I'm looking at right now, which is delicious. Mango La Croix. Yes. And, and, and we'll get into the ASMR component of our Ooh. discussion later. Oh, I can't wait. You know, so <laughs> it's going to be great. I can't wait for that. I'm very excited for that moment uh, to happen soon. Do you like ASMR? Uh, it's not really my thing. Okay. But... Yeah, it's it it just I was thinking of that because of the sound. It's it's um it's great to hear your voice like a DJ coming yeah. through the the SM7 microphone. Yeah, yeah. And some of the uh It feels cool, right? It feels like you're in a different world. Oh, yeah, when yeah, you kind of yeah. rub your face you, on the you, mic you on can, accident. Yeah, you can. Or like, you know, when you eat a sandwich in in, in your friend's ear, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I do like, that all the time. It's kind of uncomfortable. It's kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> Well, that's great, man. Yeah, so yeah, now you know. I, the, the, the the saw was what I thought of when I thought of you. Um, yeah, I think about I, so many things when I think of you, but that came to, up to mind when I was thinking of strength levels for today. And it just felt, you know, power tools is what it came to my mind. You know, you're a powerful man. You use tools to make music, all kinds of tools, whether they be musical or not, you know? That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, the guy that gave me the saw was Andy Paley. Okay. Um, and we had a comedy show to play at the now um, defunct Steve Allen Theater. Okay. And he wanted me to play a musical saw on this show on this one particular day. So he just brought it over to my house and he goes, here, can you learn to play this? I go, well, I don't know. Let's try it. And I couldn't get any sound out. It was so frustrating. Yeah. And finally, you know, after like a couple hours of trying, I made a sound with it, but I couldn't play it in tune. It just sounded like weird noises. Right. Yeah. But that was like enough to get over on this comedy show. And then like within the next few days, I just got so obsessed with it that yeah. it, was, it was a fun to like experiment and see what happened you know yeah so, no, totally. so I, I got to where i could play it in tune so it's funny that you mentioned saw i just got a uh email from andy um somebody was looking for a saw player and he, nice. goes, he goes this guy actually plays saw in tune yeah yeah, yeah. i was like oh man that's nice of you to say yeah, yeah. i guess it's hard to do it i'm sure you know, yeah but it looks hard it's kind of easy to bending metal those, and playing it with a bow it's, it's a hard thing yeah it's one of those things that's like easy to pick up some instruments it's just like easy and natural and you can do them right away and some of them just take a lot of practice and they're really awkward so saw was just one of those easy well it's not i mean it's like kind of like with trombone uh like where you have these positions to get each note out it's like you have to really physically know the positions to get certain notes out it's really difficult yeah totally totally difficult instrument yeah um so i have so many things you know that we're going to do in this in this podcast episode but the first question i give my guests is always the same question and it's very simply because the name of the show is Ryan is super strong. And so people come in knowing that I'm going to be here. They go, oh, yeah, that's Ryan. We know him. He's here every week, you know. Mm-hmm. But some people are going, 
but who is this Mike Mueller guy? You know? So I always ask the same first question, which is simply, hey, who are you and what are you doing here? <laughs> well, that's a that's a very good question. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm probably uh, defined by who I know. Okay. So so it, it's like, um, you know, how you attract whatever energy uh, is similar to what you put out, I guess. Totally, so, yeah. So I feel like uh, really lucky and blessed to know people like you. Yeah, and, man. And, you know, you were introduced to me by this really great woman, SJ. Yeah. Who we've done some fantastic summer camps with. Mm-hmm. And, and we've gotten to play some music together. And it's just... It's awesome. I just yeah, feel man. blessed all around in my life that I, I must be an okay person because yeah. because I look around me and the people I see are beautiful, amazing people. That so. makes me feel really good. I feel the same way, man. That's how so. I, I walk around thinking that same exact thing. I'm like, I must be doing okay if these are the people that are down to hang out with me. You yeah, know, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like it feels good, right? Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> That's a, definitely a good like litmus yeah. test of how you're doing. You know? Yeah, yeah. If you look at everyone and everyone's like spitting on the ground and. Yeah. Punch on their dog and stuff. You're like, ooh, I'm <laughs> yeah, doing <yeah>. something wrong. <laughs> yeah. So, so for one, I'm not doing meth. Right. Exactly. Which is awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. Man. We can maybe cut that out or <laughs> maybe leave it in. I don't know. Well, well no, we'll you're see. not doing it. That's great. But I'm not doing it. That's, yeah, a, that's I'm actually a great thing. totally clean. That's another thing about me is I'm I don't do any drugs. I don't drink. Uh-huh. Um, you know. You're you're a soberman. I'm a soberman. Uh-huh. I don't know if I'm off the wagon or I'm on the wagon, but I think that means you're on the wagon, right? Okay. You're currently riding the wagon. Fair enough. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. <laughs> I, I've I don't been judge. walking beside the wagon for years and years. It's good. <laughs> I don't judge. Yeah. Looking up at you on the wagon. But, yeah, I don't know. No, you that's know. cool. Um, that's that's that is interesting. I want to ask about that more, but I think you know we're, we we you do have some music that you want to share today mm. that you've played on and helped arrange and all that stuff. And so I, one of my favorite things to do right at the top of the show is just show people who you are by showing music that you've done. You know, noise. So I think the first thing we should do before we get into any more talking about anything is just sharing some music. Cool. Right. So Mike, you are involved with the guy, some of the guys that produce and write music and stuff for SpongeBob SquarePants. Right. 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 And so he had an album. SpongeBob had an album, right? Yeah. Uh, the best day ever. Was that what that title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A few years back, um, basically Andy Paley and Tom Kenny, who's the voice of SpongeBob, decided to collaborate and go into the studio together and write original songs around the characters of the SpongeBob show. Yeah. And um, it it was a really cool thing. Um, it wasn't originally uh, a thing that was backed by Nickelodeon. Okay. They got on board later. So they right. these guys were kind of showing that this was awesome. It was and like then, proof of concept thing. Yeah. Right? Like, and here's they, what we want to do. Let's check it out and do it. And then they'll so, maybe back. Yeah, it was kind of a leap of faith. And so what, basically, I, I had gotten in touch with Andy through a friend, Mike Bolger, who we both know is really awesome yeah. musician all around. And, yeah, and um, so... Yeah, I was brought on board basically to arrange and and write charts, and so I did. I'm probably around eighty percent of the album, uh, the best day ever album. Played a lot of trumpet, played a lot of bass, and just other miscellaneous instruments along with all the other great people that are on it. So That's awesome, it's, yeah. It's a good album. I, I like it. That's awesome. So we're gonna share the track. Yeah. Where's Gary? Let's do. Where's Gary? Yeah. Awesome. Well, here it is right now. Now I'm searching for a little 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Dude, it's so cool to have the voice of SpongeBob on the show. You know? Yeah. Never had that here on the Ride of Super Strong podcast. All right, all right. Happy <laughs> sure, to oblige. Sharing some, some square pants here in the house. Yeah. No, that's awesome. What all? Do you remember what all you were playing on that track? A lot of bass. Uh, yeah, just horns probably a lot of bass and probably a lot of horns. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah. That's awesome, dude. That's yeah. very cool. And you helped with all the arranging and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's badass, man. I'm, I'm going to blank on some stuff. No, what I was going to say fine. earlier is, you know, before I was working with those guys, I had never actually seen an episode of SpongeBob. So oh, it was okay. like, I record, you know, we did the whole album and everything. And then I was like, hey, I should watch this show and see what yeah, this is about. You totally. know, and I was like, whoa, this is actually really good. It's an like, awesome this is show. Yeah. <laughs> fully for adults and everything. I know. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah. really, really hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that too. When my little brother and sister were growing up, they're 10 and 12 years younger than I. So I was always hanging out with them. And watching Spongebob with them, it was like their time. You know, it was like kind of when they were kids, that was a big show. And I loved every second of it. It became like my favorite show. Wow, <laughs> You know, yeah. when I was a teenager, I still watch it every once in a while. So. I hear those kind of stories. You, know, I, I used to be a substitute teacher for, yeah. for like five years, and I'd sub at the junior high level. Yep. yep. One time I was in a sixth grade class teaching sixth grade one day, and they uh, the kids were just unruly, totally out of this world, out of control. And I was like, okay, what can I do to get their attention even you know and right it was like hey you guys has anybody ever heard of spongebob squarepants and the whole class instantly started spongebob squarepants SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> like you couldn't stop them teachers were coming in from other rooms like is everything all right here i don't know i just said spongebob squarepants and these kids went ballistic yeah they know? went so crazy it was like, yeah yeah that's awesome yeah that's very cool I like that a lot. Um, <laughs> what kind of snacks you like? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, last night I was having some real good snacks. It's, it's called, um, it's colloquially referred to as Asian trail mix. Oh, because it has those little like savory, sweet little yeah. bu- little squares in there. Yeah, those were good. Wasabi I like, pea in there, maybe? Yeah, I like the wasabi. Okay. What you else know, is in there making that up? A little, little peanut? Like some peanut, but it's like a coated peanut. Oh, yeah, the, co- yeah, the, yeah the crunchy peanut. Yeah, and there's this sesame thing. Oh, the sesame stick? This, yeah, the sesame mm-hmm. sticks are good that sounds good yeah that's a good snack yeah you did say you're a soberman and but I, I have not always known you to be a soberman well right? one one incidental thing is when i used to drink i sometimes i'd have a gig come home and one of my rituals was to eat a, a bag of pirate's booty Ooh, and have a and have a glass uh, have a bottle of red wine uh-huh. while i listen to um antonio carlos Jobim. On, oh wow that on, sounds like a really good evening though. on vinyl and and i would just keep flipping that record until the the bottle and the and the bag were done gone yeah, yeah. that sounds really cool that was, that's a really yeah. nice way to spend an evening yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't bad <laughs> i love yeah. that yeah, yeah it's it really cool bad. Sounds like a good night. That's cool. Did you do you uh, do you mind me asking what like, what made you make the transition into Soberman? Getting uh, well, t- taking a ride yeah, on the wagon. No, it's it's um it's it's kind of interesting. It's it's a little it's a little on the sad side. Okay. But um um you don't have a, to dig a in if you buddy don't. Buddy of mine, no, I'm a buddy of mine who um is an f- amazing musician who I grew up with basically since high school. Yeah. He's a great saxophone player. His name is Zane Musa. Uh huh. Um he took his own life um this was you know a few years back and mm-hmm. he he had become pretty bad with alcohol and okay. and i'm not sure what else but he was playing with um arturo sandoval mm-hmm. on a cruise and um i you know 
things were just out of control and uh, anyway um, his brother had actually committed suicide as well and he had lost another good friend of him of his um, named Austin Peralta who was a great piano player yeah and I think he was just in a lot of pain and the alcohol was for him you know like Didn't a help. medicating yeah, thing and, and it, yeah it was like so that hit me really hard um and it didn't necessarily make me identify in myself that I had a problem at the time, but just sort of as time went on and looking back on it and just seeing some of my friends who were going through more minor issues, but things that like alcohol wasn't helping. Yeah. Right. Know? Yeah. And I think everybody definitely has their own levels of it and it's sure. not, it's yeah. not like I don't, you know, for some people, it really isn't a problem. Yeah, you know? totally, yeah. But I, I just was thinking to myself, well, okay, I've experienced this. I, kn- I know what the deal is, and I can either do this or not. It doesn't, like, it's not doing much for me now. I've, I've, I know what a beer is. I know what, you know. Yeah, totally. I'm good. Yeah. You know? So I just, I made the decision about a year ago, and don't Kinda, do that. I, yeah. I don't do the, the weed or anything. I just figured, hey, clean clean is the way to go for me so i just that's great man yeah not an aa guy or anything like that sure yeah you just kind of you just stopped yeah yeah it was just you know and i'm not trying to be the you know the moral influence on anybody oh sure no yeah i get that yeah Yeah. it's like i'm just always curious what people's journey is through that you know and like why you might stop or why even you know like just even monitoring it and keeping you know keeping in touch with how much is going on and all that kind of stuff it's all valuable but yeah, and, and for some of my friends that were also friends of Zane and stuff, it's it's like I just also kind of don't really want to be the guy that's the drinking buddy. Right. You know, it's yeah. just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. Anyway. I get it, man. Back totally to more SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, here's a song about Patrick dying. No, oh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> no, man. I totally get it, man. I You know, I, had, I, I lost a friend. We talked to talked about this on the show uh, recently, but my, our friend Danny Gordon died with a drug addiction and stuff too, and uh, died way too soon. And just you know, it makes you it does make you rethink what you're doing with different substances and stuff. And it's like, wait, what am I? You know, what am I trying to get through? Because he was doing the self medication thing too, and mm-hmm. it's not you know, it's it's one of those things where it's a struggle, and it makes you it certainly makes you pause and rethink some stuff. I think you know, mm-hmm. which I think is healthy mm-hmm. for everyone that's still gets the gift of walking around on the globe you know yeah it's a gift so it's it's good to it's i think that's really cool and i think and it's important to talk about i think because people are listening and they're all everybody deals with stuff like this you know definitely whether it be family or friends or themselves or yeah all the varying levels of that stuff yeah so i get it man yeah but you you play like every instrument basically right well, I could I could talk you through how it how it all started. Let's talk about it. Yeah, my mom uh, is a musician. Yeah, she, she's a harp player. She's a harpist, her. and mm-hmm. and she grew up playing the piano and the guitar. And now along the way, she's picked up the violin and the accordion. Yeah, and you know, so she was one of those moms. I was raised only by her. Yeah. Um. And so as a kid, she started teaching me everything really early. Yeah. So yeah. like age of three i could spell a thousand words yeah by four she had taught me all the notes on the piano so i had perfect pitch because you know she could play a note that was like another parlor trick is you know which was awesome yeah like my mom is awesome that's right um and basically you know she'd play a note and i have a video of this from when i was a kid yeah and and like i'm down there in my jammies playing with my blocks and stuff and i don't want to do the game you know yeah 
He's like, what's this note? Just insistently, like, what's this note? And I finally get pissed, and I'm like, F sharp. Yeah. You know, it's like, very good. You know? <laughs> very good. But, like, you know, it's like, whoa. Like, like I've known good. the whole time. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. So so it was like piano first, but it was like one of those regimented things. You have to play every day. You have to practice your piano for two hours and do all your songs. So Man, by the time did you I enjoy could, that during that period? or were you, The was... only part of it that I enjoyed was playing songs that I liked. Right, Which yeah. was like greatest american hero yeah or yeah. tv themes and stuff yeah so that was cool but then like the rest of it no i didn't want to <laughs> so finally i just said i don't want to do this so she was like okay well you, you made your decision so cool so i i kind of took a little breather and played with cars and did baseball and did yeah. like other cool stuff and then and then my grandpa had been a cornet player so for elementary school i was at this arts magnet and and some of my friends played cornet in the band so okay. i thought that was kind of cool so i i kind of picked that up and eventually got to where i could play the trumpet and, yeah yeah you know and meanwhile i was also doing gigs with my mom because she she would do weddings on the weekends so she had me playing harp with her as a kid oh wow yeah and then and then she got me into playing the guitar so so um i i when the harp was too feminine you know i'd, I'd play acoustic guitar <laughs> yeah you know and, and then trumpet so you're like playing like pedal my, harp or just like yeah a, yeah that's awesome. well like like a, a lever harp, lever harp and, and, and pedal harp Man, yeah that's awesome dude. yeah it's crazy yeah that's so, so it's, it's pretty yeah. cool yeah she she has like five harps uh but yeah so she's hauling two harps to the gig sometimes for you and her to play together yeah, we had a Toyota pickup with a camper shell. Oh, that's and, awesome. and we we put the that's big awesome. harp in, and we put that's the other so one on top gear. of it, and it was like and yeah. an amp and all this like my trumpet, and it was, that yeah. was just every weekend. Like, so you knew Saturday what it took to be a mercenary be, musician like we are today, freelance guys, like forever for, since you were born. Yeah, that's yeah. how I grew up too. Like, you know, just seeing that. You know, I think a lot of people come up thinking if you want to be a musician, you have to go on American Idol or whatever, or you can get famous or whatever. But it's, then there's so many people like us that, that are that are just like, no, you can. It's a craft. You can be a musician as a job, you know. Yeah. But it yeah. takes a lot of work. That's just. I mean, I can't imagine your mom, single mom, like you know, raising you and like just hauling harps around for gigs and like yeah. that's awesome, man. Yeah, it was crazy. It's really really cool. And she's yeah. rad. You're still, you're still in touch with her. Oh a yeah, lot. yeah, you, you, totally. Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. guys besties in a way? Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, man. And so you worked. Uh, you worked with SpongeBob guys. You worked with Weird Al as well, right? Yeah. So that that came about through Andy Paley as well. Yeah. He's he's been a major awesome blessing in my life, and and he's just the most awesome guy, you know. Yeah. Bar none. He's kind of that's that I feel that way about S J and Matthew Selby for me. Like they, you know, like these yeah. guys that keep on, you know, like they, they have led me to so many cool opportunities. You know? Oh, and, yeah. and everyone's like, "How do you get this one? How do you get?" I'm like, "Man, just these guys that keep on." <laughs> it's awesome. So Andy Paley sounds sounds like that character for you in your life. Yeah, yeah, and and really like I wouldn't know Andy if it wasn't Mike for Mike Bolger. Yeah, which he's another awesome friend, you know, yeah, and, and great person, and and it's like so. Basically, um, I I digress. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. The, the, we were talking about the Weird Al thing. Yeah, the, thank you. Yeah. No. <laughs> so so you got it through Andy, and so then... Andy was band leading for for a, a podcast show that was being taped live at Largo. It was a, actually a live performance called the Thrilling Adventure Hour. Yeah, which is very like, cool, and you can still download and check yeah, out the yeah. Thrilling Adventure Hour. It's awesome. Super cool. So all original, cool music by Andy. Um, I think the show was Ben Acker and Ben Blacker. Great guys. And um, Andy was doing original music for it, and one night Weird Al was in the audience. 
Yeah. And he loved the music. And particularly, I think they were playing a recording of a marching band that Andy had recorded that I had played on. Yeah. And so Al came up to him afterwards because he had this song on this album that he was working on that he he needed a marching band for so he goes andy i love that marching band it sounded really real like yeah how killer. did you how did you do that and andy goes well i just get these guys you know mike euler and james king and and uh, mike bolger and we just they just stack up horns forever and until until it sounds like a, a marching band you know and i don't i don't use a click or anything you know and yeah, and yeah. i was like well no i need to use a click and andy's like well that's fine whatever you know yeah <laughs> you know, so <laughs> So they they just uh, they Andy sent me the the music which was some guy who had recorded MIDI, like tubas and flutes and all this stuff and and they had MIDI notated it so it was all in the wrong staffs and all in trouble clef with ledger lines and yeah, I had to yeah. redo these charts was like a mountain of work but it made it so the session was doable right. when we when we got there so so we actually got to record and it was cool and then I posted it and people thought that i had made it and stuff yeah because you, know, you guys like, it was like uh grammy nominated right yeah 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 from his uh, yeah so we'll actually we'll you know we'll play that tune cool let's do it um you just want to do it right now we'll just do it right now yeah let's just do it right it. now this we is talk about so this is too. yeah we talked about it so yeah. this is from weird al's uh mandatory fun album yes this is a tune called sports song and that's what you just talked about the whole process right there yeah some of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so well then here's sports song. It, it got a grammy too Ooh. That was, that was cool. Oh, I think yeah. I said Grammy nominated. Yeah. But it also was a winner of a Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom. The album did. Boom. Yeah. Sports song. Bam. Your sports team is vastly inferior. That simple fact is plainly obvious to see. We're going to kick your collective posterior. Of course you realize we're speaking figuratively Our stats are thoroughly impressive Our coach really has a vital smash Our players are fast and strong and brave And your guys, not so much In fact we play teams across the nation And you're the worst one we've come across Try to assimilate that information And it just might help you cope with your impending loss Oh, and if somehow we are still failing To effectively articulate the points at hand Allow us now to summarize them in a manner That your feeble brains can understand We're great, We're great. and you suck, you suck. We're, great. We're great, and you suck you we're great, and you suck. You see, there's us, and then there's you. You suck. We're really, really great. In contrast, you really suck. Okay, full disclosure, we're not that great, but nevertheless, you suck. Swift defeat, that theory's backed up by empirical evidence. We're gonna grind up your guys into burger meat. Again, of course, we're speaking in the figurative sense. What's the use of even going through the motions when you know that you're gonna lose anyhow? So why don't you save us all some time and give up now? You suck. All right. All right. Yeah. 
Is it was it were you a Weird Al fan growing up? Oh, totally. So was it pretty like surreal getting being able to play? <sighs> yeah, it was so cool. That's yeah. awesome, man. That's yeah. very cool. And you guys, did you get to hang out in the studio and all that stuff? Yeah, and he was yeah. a nice guy. He was a really nice. Guy. He was a nice man. He's a nice. I've man. heard that he's a very nice man in, in general. Yeah. So that's that's very. It's always nice to hear about that from people that actually know and yeah. hung out together and worked too. Adding the work element to it always can can really flip things because you see how somebody. When they're hanging there, super. But then when they're working, it could, could be different, you know. Well, could yeah, be a real yeah. hard ass. And, and and I like the fact that he's he's a real worker guy. He's a yeah. real hands-on, cool guy that's not just sitting back in the booth and you know yeah. delegating. You know, he's actually cares about he's what happens it. on his albums. When he's a badass musician, I mean, he's incredible. I mean, like, yeah. his, his abilities on so many instruments are oh, so man. awesome. He's another totally. crazy talent. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, have you used the limes or bird scooters at all? Lime scooters. No, or bird no. Scooters? Do you like them? I I don't really like them. Um, no. You know, I was just talking about that today because me and my girl we were taking a walk through the neighborhood to the yep. local coffee shop. Gotcha. And and it was like, uh, you know, it's really hot. You know, I wonder I wonder maybe there's one of those scooters we could we could ride it back instead yeah. of w- walking. You know. Yeah. You know, maybe we wouldn't get killed. There's not that much traffic. Yep. You know, but it's like, eh, no, nah, I'm just kidding. I was just kidding about that. That didn't happen. No, I or mean, you were just ab- kidding about her. actual like maybe taking one. Yeah, but you didn't want to actually do it. Yeah, I was like, maybe you know, I think it'd be better if maybe like 20 years from now, I just like could still say I've never ridden one of those. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, that's my pro- I I forever hate it, and I've talked about. I think I've talked about the lime scooters now a few times on the podcast. So for the listeners, I apologize if you're hearing about it again. But I'm I've I'm recently a convert. Oh, to to liking okay. them. Okay. I'm, I, I've always liked them in theory, as far as like getting people out of their cars and like mm-hmm. you know you know helping the environment with less car you know carbon dioxide and all that stuff. Exactly. That's great. I think I th- you know I, I'm all for getting people on foot and on you know on scooters and stuff like that rather than cars. I mm-hmm. think that's, I think that's huge and we should be doing that. But the yeah. problem is that so, so many people don't know how to obey traffic laws when they're on those things and they're idiots. And you almost hit somebody on them all the time. They also make crazy sounds that are annoying outside, outside of our apartment all the time when people are, you know, getting on them or getting off and they're chirping and all this crazy stuff. So I've complained about them for a long time. Mm. But over the last few days, I started riding them because I'm like, look, I'm tired of complaining about these things that everyone's enjoying. And I'm just like a grumpy old man that's not getting to do it. Mm. And so I've started riding them. And it's a blast. It's so much yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And I'm getting places very quick, you know. I can, you know, I, I walk around here all the time, but ah, you're making me want to try it. It's very fun. Ah. Yeah, I just, I just kind of want to, just want to encourage you to let your hair down, let the wind brush through your hair as you zip around on a lime scooter. Well, that that could be inspiring to to like <laughs> playlist creation too. Like For sure. Maybe maybe have like a whole new idea because I've been coming up with these ideas for playlists. You know, yeah. like um. Uh, my buddy has this Instagram account called Cement Blocks, which is hilarious. It's kind yeah. of like trolling. Oh, yeah, you showed me this a few weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they troll the cultural phenomenon of dadcore. Yeah. And it's basically user-submitted photos of, of like older guys wearing like white, white New Balance yeah, sneakers. Yeah, yeah. It's and awesome. It's, just, it's, it's great. Funny captions. And they call them concrete block bricks? It's uh, concrete? C- cement blocks. Cement blocks. There we go. Cement yeah, blocks. It, it, I like that a lot. But but it's like that kind of begs the question, like, what would the playlist be? And, yeah. it, and it's so fun to, to figure that out because, you know, you're definitely going to have some Steely Dan in there. Yeah. 
you're gonna have oh, if some, you're, you're talking and then now you're talking about making like just, cr- creating a playlist for like scooter riding yeah right? yeah yeah dude that's so interesting so i talked about this last week for sure on the podcast but the thing that that what happened for me was the, the reason i decided to do this was i did a church gig on sunday morning and i had a bunch of stuff to work on in the studio when i got back and i got back i sat down at my computer and like with this window right here mm. and and it was beautiful out you know and i and i'd been outside that day and it was just a beautiful day and i was just like i'm not sitting at my computer right now mm-hmm. i'm not doing that mm-hmm. i i, I want to get outside you know mm. so i talked to Lori and i was like babe i'm gonna i'm gonna leave i'm gonna go just walk around you know so i went to barney's down the street and i had a beer mm. and then i was like okay i'm gonna keep walking around west hollywood and then I, just, just like just meander for the day yeah. you know and so i walked outside and there was a lime scooter on the ground right outside of barney's and i was like it was a sign i was like this is what i'm gonna do and so i got on itunes mm. and i bought uh billy squire's album <laughs> don't say no you know that album? No. But you know Billy Squire? I think we should play a song from it. <laughs> you know, he's the one that did Strove Me, I'm Listen, it, it's not falling on deaf ears, but yeah. but you got to realize that I, I spent a lot of formative years just only listening to Miles Davis. I get it, man. So I'm still playing catch up and I'm learning about totally. stuff that I should know about. So thank well, you. Well, I'll Please show you this album. I'll show you this me. album. Um, Billy Squire, it's old classic rock, like 19, I think the album's like 1981 Ooh. or something. But I was just like, you know what? Here's an album I don't have. And I just wanted to listen to, cl- I had this like very, I don't I don't know what it was, but I was like, I want to listen to classic rock and I want to mm. zip around on a, on a scooter. So I just, I bought the album. I zipped around for like an hour and a half, you know, just zipping around town, you know, having a blast. That's I, awesome. I, I would do it off and on. I'd go to a place, you know, and then I went and saw my, my nephew, who's my godson, you know. Yeah. And I, you know, just kept on parking him and, you know. Oh, yeah. And just listening to my closet rug, zipping around all afternoon. That's it was cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I, I had a ever. phase of, of thinking about what would be good ice skating music. Oh. You know, so I was making ice skating playlists. Obviously, there's some some automatic, you know, ice castles and some some stuff. You know? Sure. <laughs> it, yeah. it always comes back to the early 80s. I get it, man. I feel it's just like, good you know. music. Yeah, yeah it was, just, it was fun it's to great. do. It's great. Yeah. Um so what you just said icicles, like you said? Ice skating. Ice skating. That yeah. made me think snowman. Snowman. Did you ever build a snowman? I did build a snowman. Cuz you grew up here, right? I did. Where did you build a snowman? Well, you know, you could drive into the mountains not too far, maybe an hour out of town and Are they and that I mean are there, are snowmen all that cool? You know what I mean? They're cool when you're a little kid and you see it on TV and you want to do it. That's true. So I feel like really grateful to have had that opportunity because I think a lot of kids just don't really get to get out of their locale. And, you know, my mom was really big about taking me around the world. Actually, as a kid, we'd go on vacation and go to France or wherever, you know. That's so so cool, man. It was cool. Man, she sounds like a really awesome mom. Yeah, that's really cool. I got lucky. I lucked out. You did luck out. She's like, like, look, we need to get him on every instrument. We need to get him all around the globe. Have you ever spilled a bunch of stuff? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually was teaching at the Silver Lake Conservatory, really? the old building. Uh huh. And there was a there was a little smoothie shop we used to go to called Nature Well. Ooh. And I used to go to Nature Well and I get my strawberry smoothie that I invented. Yeah. And and I was sitting in front of the school and for some reason it spilled. Yeah. But it spilled into the shape of a heart. Oh, so, so I took a picture of it. That's great. And it was like, yeah, it was a cool conversation starter. That is nice. Okay, yeah. so it didn't make a huge mess. I mean, it did make a big mess, but it wasn't. It but did. it was outside. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's not as it's embarrassing. Just, yeah. What what have you spilled? I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day. I was just I was trying to think. I, I know I've spilled stuff in embarrassing times. I don't know. I remember one time I was with a bunch of buddies and we went to get chili cheese fries. It was like, an, this is like right after I moved to California. So it was yeah. like bachelor pad kind of hang out at oh, my buddy yeah. Kyle's. And we went 
and got chili. Me and Kyle went in my car and got chili cheese fries at this place. We got like five orders of them or whatever. And then as I was getting out of the car, they like the, the bag like split up and then chili cheese fries went all over the passenger side of my car. And that's like one of the worst things that can fall all over your car. I mean, it was smelly, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you'd have a nice patina for yeah later. Yeah, it was great. Oh man. Okay. Well. Okay. So we've played a couple tracks. Yeah. We've played. Uh, we've we've asked a lot of questions. I know that you know that's kind. Of, you went through the gauntlet with questions. I mean, I know that they were stressful. Those are hard questions. <laughs> that's why I'm a strong man. That's right, man. Came the power the tools. And... Um. So the next thing we're going to do is we're going to go into our first segment. Are you ready for that? I. All right, man. This is something called the compliment corner. The beasts of the forest can be mean and make your day gloomy. To make the world a better place, Ryan welcomes his friends to a magical space called The Compliment Corner. Hey, Mike. Hi. Welcome to the Compliment Corner. Oh, it's very nice to be here. Yeah, we've transitioned to a whole new place now. Um, it's nice. It's a, like a wooded area. A lot of woodland creatures running amongst our feet. Birds in the sky. I like you know how, how I feel. I, I like how you've turned the concept of a corner from being like something that bad kids who are dunces oh, right. have to go to and they face the wall into being sure. like a totally positive, mm-hmm. fun, complimenting space. That's what it's all about. That's my compliment to you. Oh, thank you very I much. I like how you've done it. <laughs> I appreciate it. You get the idea right away. All right. I mean, basically what happens is in this corner we forget... You know, how dark and gloomy the world can get out there. Okay. You know, whether it be po- politics or world problems or, you know, or, or just or, or very small stuff that's happening to us, all the kind of stuff. It gives us a chance to forget that stuff. Mm. You know, forget it and just sit in the room together. I'm going to look you in the eye, give you a compliment that I mean. You'll flip it on me, give me a, look me in the eye, give me a compliment that you mean. And we're both going to walk out of here one compliment heavier at the end of the day. All right. How's that sound? All right. Sounds great. All right, man. So <clears throat> here's my compliment for you. Um, I met you, I think we met in like 2013, I think it was the first time I did the Silver Lake Conservatory camp, and we met at doing, you know, doing that summer camp, and I was very excited, SJ brought me in, and it was you and me and SJ teaching that camp, I was very excited, and, and like, and we became friends really quickly doing that camp, you know, we'd never met before, yeah. and then now, we've been, do, like, for like six years or so, I've done, I think, eight of those camps, and six of them or so I've been with you, and uh, yeah. it's like, it's one of my favorite times of the year. Because I love being around you, man. Like oh. so you have you have such a great way with kids, which is one reason why I love you. I think I think that's a huge way to judge a person, you know, yeah. is if kids trust them and like hanging around with them, you know. Hopefully. Um, so I, I I really like that about you. You're a crazy multi talent, you know, which is awesome. But you just the but the real like the real like precise comment I want to give you for you uh, is you have this magical like character persona that you have around when you're just walking around. You have a magical vibe. Huh, it's wow. not it's not it, like some people have a relaxing thing or some people are like very positive and bubbly and some people you know but you just have this f- like a, a, a mystical way of walking around i don't know how to explain Whoa. it but, <laughs> you, but it's very cool man i just i love that about you you're very unique to me and and i, and I just I've, I've always looked up to you and admired you man i think you're the best oh uh, thank you yeah well, li- likewise and and i really i mean just to start with the thing about kids it's like the way that you are with kids is completely natural and i think they trust you and and i think you understand something about what it is to be a kid Mm. and and you know it's just it's very cool to see you working with kids i'm i'm inspired by that actually i I, I think you do that better than 
lot of people. Plus, you're you're bringing hardcore, high-level musical concepts to them, and it's 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 beautiful to watch you teach. I mean, and I'm lucky to oh, be able to teach with you because I think I could, you know, get stuck with with somebody that doesn't have the level of experience. And, and I mean, you're you're pretty young guy too. How, how yeah. old are you? 31. 31. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, it just blows my mind. It's Thank like your you, man. level of maturity and like, I mean, you know, you're, you're doing this podcast. It's all organized. It's super cool. And like, I don't know. Yeah. It's just stuff that's out of my skill set, you know, oh, but it's, it's awesome the, the way you can do it. But thank you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you were talking about like magic and, and it was making me think of when I, when I met Herbie Hancock, uh-huh. I thought that about him. Right. You know, it's like it when magical. I, yeah. It was like, whoa, this dude is like, he has something magical about him. I don't know. That's all I could think. Was like, that's, I feel very similar about you, man. Something, there's something cool that people don't yeah. just have, you know, oh, a little yeah. bit of fairy dust. Yeah. I've had some had some interesting, strange experiences that I cannot attribute to normal reality. Right. You know, when when I was younger, that that still continue to blow my mind to this day. That's awesome. Oh, so, I, I love. Do you want to share any story like that? Sure. Yeah. Um. Well, I used to I used to do Aikido a lot. You okay. Know, in, in high school, and and I was looking for a martial art to do. And right. And I was gonna say the, that's a martial. That's a style of martial art. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 And, I, and I was looking around at different studios and. You know, didn't know what I wanted to do, but I, I found this Aikido one and I liked it because it was a peaceful martial art and yeah. it was like the idea wasn't like you're going to like punch this guy, but you may take his negative energy and kind of spiral it around to where he gets subdued in the end, but but you haven't like aggressively broken his head Beat or something. Down. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was cool to me. The other thing that was cool about it was that um, the teacher was a was actually a drummer percussionist. Yeah. Um, slash vibraphonist uh, named Jack Arnold, okay. who had done a lot of stuff around the L.A. studio scene. He knew my trumpet teacher. He also uh, played with uh, Louis Belson. Oh, so man, I actually cool. got to see him perform one time. So it was, it was kind of yeah, like a double yeah. whammy cool thing that connected music and martial arts. Or, yeah. You yeah. know, and, and I guess the thing with martial arts is it, it connects your mind, body, and spirit. Okay. And But, but I, I, I really experienced that connection in, in a tangible way on this one particular day that I will never forget. Okay. And basically I had done a class. It was just a normal day. Came home, was sitting on my bed in the apartment, just kind of unwinding, mellowing out. And I, all of a sudden, it was about twilight, dusk, started to feel like the hairs on the end of my neck were standing up and it felt spooky in the room. And I'm going, what is going on? And that's what brings us to the ASMR. I was wondering if we transition into this. Yes. Uh, no, it was actually um, wasn't planned, but <laughs> it, it, it's a good segue. So, no. But uh, so I realized that this spooky feeling was coming from a sound that I was hearing that was coming out of the wall. And it was the pipes in the wall were vibrating. Water was going through them. And typically, I, I've heard that sound before. Typically, right. that makes a humming sound. Yeah. But in this particular instance... They were forming these harmonics or something that mm-hmm. was making a chord. Yeah. But it was a chord that I recognized and a weird chord. Yeah. And the chord was actually, I go, could that be? Could that be the chord from uh, Miles Davis' aura, from the beginning of Miles Davis' aura? So I go, okay, well, only way, one way to test it. So I grab my tape, rewound it to the beginning and push play. And, and this sound is coming out of the wall steadily for like a good five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I play the tape. 
and it's like the exact same pitch and timbre uh-huh. and the same exact chord. And this is like a weird chord, mind you. This is yeah. this is a A minor in second inversion with an A flat minor on top of it. It's just not your garden variety polychord. Sure. And and also just just all the all the symbolism of the album, you know, Polly Mickelborg composed Aura as a tribute to Miles Davis when Miles came to Denmark to receive the Sonning Music Prize in the '80s, and and so he basically created this suite of music by juxtaposing an English alphabet with a chromatic scale and picking out the letters of Miles's name, Holy and that crap. formed the melody, you know. Like this. Yeah, yeah. So he took all those notes and mashed them together and formed this chord. And yeah. that's what you hear at the beginning of the album. But you hear it fading in from silence. Yeah. And I guess, I guess that's sort of like the saw in a way. Yeah, sort totally. Of operates in that way. Uh, but, yeah. That's kick-ass, man. That's so cool. Yeah. So so I didn't know what the heck. That what meant. The damn hell. Yeah. What the damn hell. <laughs> was going on. <laughs> that bitch was shit hell. <laughs> And damn it, uh, we're yeah. ta- he's he's just saying cuss words now on a he loop because I, I told him he could cuss before we started the yeah, show. So. so getting them all out here in one yeah, spot. Yeah, that was some shit. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, thank you so much for those compliments and kind words, and I hope that you received mine in the same way. That you know, I think you're the best, man. Thanks, you're it's, the best. I'm very happy to know you. This is the best day ever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a little SpongeBob reference there for y'all. Okay, well that's been. Compliment Corner. I have another game for us now. This is a game I haven't played for a long time, but because you and I work with kids a lot, I thought it would be a good time to bring this game back. This is a game called From Little Baby to Grown Man. Hey, thanks, thing! From little baby to full-grown man. Or a lady. You hated a thing, now you love that thing. Now you're grown up and you want to say thanks to that thing for being a thing. So what we do in this game is uh, we'll talk about something that we used to hate when we were little babies or little boys, and then talk about why we like it today, and then tell that thing, thank you for being our right. lives now, I even like though that. we were grumpy towards it at the beginning. Okay. So uh, do you have, can you think of anything that you hated when you were little that you love now? Uh, I can definitely think of things that I hate, but, but all of them I still hate now. Okay. Um, like liver. Okay, yeah, still hate So it. maybe I should get off of foods. Okay, you get off of foods. Well, one thing was like the piano. Yeah. Like, and, and it was sort of a love-hate thing because I was compelled to play piano at a right. young age and sure. it was a regimented thing. So I kind of didn't like having to do that for two hours every day, but there were some things I kind of liked about it, but then I finally was like, yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, but, for sure. But like as time's coming back around, you know, I've mainly done other instruments, although, you know, you, you play piano and you, you play it, but... It's something that I'm interested in now, and I, and, and I totally. have songs in the playlist that I'm wanting to learn, you know, and I, I get to play some a little piano at a gig sometimes that I sub for at the Sunset Tower, so I play a duo, I play upright bass, and there'll be a piano player, and then when he goes and takes a break, I'll sit down and do the solo jazz piano thing, so I'm just kind of getting tired of doing my old All the Things You Are, and yeah. maybe I want to do a little David Foster this time, you That's know? That's right, yeah. Or Wichita Lineman or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. So you want to say thank you to the piano? I, I want to thank the piano. Okay, we'll do it. Thank you, piano. 
<laughs> I love that. Mine is going to be um, making the bed. I hated cleaning up my room. I hated making the bed when I was little. But now making the bed is what I do every day, first thing. It's a, it's this thing now for me that the minute I wake up, I make the bed, and I've started my day having accomplished something right away. And it's a little, very tiny, small thing that I do um, that helps me feel productive. You know, it just uh, right off the bat, I know that I've accomplished something right away. Like it's it's very small and easy to do, and I just get it done. Bed's made, ready for ready for tonight when I'm tired. You know, I don't have to untangle the sheets or anything. But I used to hate it. I'd never, my beds were just ripped up. You know, like I would just like lay into the blankets and sheets that were all like crumpled up on the, I didn't want to make it or make it, I didn't want to ever make it at all. You know? Oh. You know, I just didn't want to make it. Hated it. Wow. That's inspiring. So, so making the bed. Thanks. Thank, they, thanks, making the bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you're thanking yourself for making the bed, which is kind of true. I mean, it's... I guess so. Yeah, I, I guess I, maybe it's the fact that I've gotten over it and I enjoy it now and it's become something that I really enjoy. It's become something that makes me feel positive at the beginning of the, each day. You yeah. Know? Well, so, I, I, I do notice a big difference when I make the bed immediately. But now that we're having this conversation, I'm going to consciously do that. It's and... just good. It's just a way to be like, I've already done something today. So I'm even if gonna... I just go sit on the couch for the rest of the day, I did do one thing. You know? Totally. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, neither of us are big sit on the couch all day kind of guys, but you know, I th- but still, it's just one of those things. You know? No, I'm. It I'm, makes I'm you feel good right off the bat. Thank my future self for making the bed. And you can look forward to it. Yeah. Because yeah, you're like, I, mean, I have a really long day today, but I know that when I get back home and I'm tired and I take a shower and stuff, I can slip right into those covers and like fall asleep. Real nice. Pretty great. And, and you know, I do a lot of work in the in the bedroom studio. So yeah, of course. It gives it an air of professionalism. Totally. You know, that's, that's Clean space. Yeah. Clean face. Come on or whatever. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, then that's been that game. All and right. I have one more game for us. Uh, this is a game called Get Your Dang Butt Out of My Face. Oh. <laughs> when you get involved by the human race, what you gonna say? Alright, in this game, get your damn butt out of my face, what we do is it gives us a chance, you know, to air a grievance. It's the airing of grievances games, you know, so it's something, you, you think of something that's been irking your chain, ticking you off, you know, pissing you off in some way, we'll talk about it, vent it out, and then you have the opportunity to, to tell that thing, to figuratively get its dang butt out of your face. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's yes. kind of like the last game where we we're thanking something, only this time we're like, hey, get out of here. Yeah, you know? yeah. Does that yeah. make sense? That does make sense. Do you have one right off the bat, or should I go first? I want or? you to go first. You want me to go yeah. first? Okay. Um, okay, for me, this is another mental thing this week for me. Um, uh, this is mental, because you said like maybe you're thanking yourself for making the bed kind of thing. It's like, for me, it's this, this thing of like, when I really have to do something, my mind automatically finds 78 other things to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to think about a million things I need to do. And it's little stuff. Like, oh, well, you know, just make, just load the dishwasher real quick, you know. And then, oh, take out the trash. And then, oh, you know, all these things could wait till I get the one important thing done. But I, fi- but I just find all these other things to do when I really need to be focusing in on one thing. But it's like, a, you know, I have like this writing project that I'm doing. It's a big commission. Mm. And it's due in November. And so I've been working on it for a couple months. And I'm, I've made really good headway. You know, I'm like halfway done. Um, but I, but I, I wanted to get it done in the summertime, but the summer is basically gone now and it's yeah. not done because every time I sit down to write, I write for a while then I'm like, Oh yeah, that new, get that done. Then I start doing projects, projects, pro-, you know, and then by the time, you know, you do that for a while, you have to go to the gig or whatever, you know, you get, mm-hmm. you get focused. So, uh, so for me, 
this week. It's not it's not an external thing. It's internal. It's this thing in my head where I where I build procrastination into my day when I should just focus in and get stuff done. You know. Mm. So I what I what I want to say is hey, my, my brain making me procrastinate and focusing on a million other things when I need to do one thing. Hey, get your dang butt out of my face. Yeah. You know I, I dig mean? it. I dig it. You get that? Do you, do you yeah. experience that too? No, I'm I'm glad I'm glad you started because that that kind of helped me crystallize what what you wanted to say. Yeah, which yeah. is basically along the same lines. Okay. Um, I have a good slash bad habit. It's a double edged sword of just being ultra creative. I'm I was given this key. It's one of those given keys yeah. by a, a wonderful woman that I work with. Uh, her name's Tara Bonilla and play in a band called the red hot band and yeah just do all these awesome gigs around the world and it's, it's awesome. super yeah. fun and, and i've seen and, yeah. pictures of you guys horsing around all over the place but you know one of the christmas uh she she gave the band as as, as a christmas gift uh, all these giving keys that that sort of she felt worked with everybody's personality so mine says create yeah and i was like wow that's, and you're wearing that's it around your so, neck so sweet and 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 what it is is it's like that it's it's telling reminding you to to give your gift basically. Yeah. And, um, and then I guess the idea is once you feel like you've done what you're supposed to do and you see somebody else that needs that, that word, you give it to them. Oh. So, so it's just kind of, uh, really, it, it felt, it felt like I should be wearing this because what happens is you think of all these big ideas and then they're stacked up in your mind and you just keep thinking of more and you, and you mm-hmm. feel like, yeah, I want to do this thing. But it's like then the it's in like, pile keeps packing up and you get like yeah. one sheet of paper in the out pile. Yeah, <laughs> kind of it's thing. terrible. Yeah. It's awful. I get it. yeah. It's a blessing and a curse. So totally. it's, it's just good to, you know, do whatever, take whatever steps it is to completing something. And, and I'm, I'm really in admiration of, of your aesthetic of getting up in the morning and making the bed and doing and, and being conscious of things that are that are unconscious procrastinations that you can clear out and, sure. and you can get that. So so I just want to say to my brain mm-hmm. and to all the all the projects that I've stacked up in there, you know, get your butt out of my face. Boom. Kablammy. Bang. Love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, people people have you know have have said that to many things on this show, you know. And I, I, I don't care if it goes political or religious or big picture or small or silly. You know, as long as yeah. it's true. And I think we're both talking about our mental states right now, you know? Yeah. You get into procrastination mode or you get into hyper-creativity mode. It's hard to pump the brakes and get stuff done sometimes. Totally, totally. And then yeah. you're watching that in-pile grow, grow, grow. Uh, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I mean, it's fun to think about these things. Recently, I was walking by the school and... In a trash can, rolled up, was one of those big poster boards that they that they put they paste posters over posters over posters. Oh right, right, right. And I guess there had been an advertisement for Paul McCartney's recent concert at Dodger Stadium. Oh, and okay. it, so there was like this weird, faint impression of Paul McCartney's face, and I could see his face and his bass like rolled up on this paper. Yeah. And the trash can was like, oh man, that's cool. I'm gonna I'm gonna kick myself if I don't uh, grip like it. grab it, grip it and rip it. Yeah, so I grabbed it and and my girl is actually she's a fine artist and um so so we've been we've just been working in her garage on like how to make this thing into art and it's been really fun. But I yeah. but it's cool because we actually have an end idea of that this is gonna be a piece like we're right. gonna put acrylic like 
uh, sheets around it and we're going to put, you know, we've been putting oil on it and finishing it with acrylic. So it looks really cool. That's like, awesome. So, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm That's thinking, you know, two mil, three mil. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Cool. Cool. A few mil. Yeah. Easy. Pull a few mil off of that. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, that's been get your dang butt out of my face. <laughs> uh, so, okay, we're we're coming to the end of the show, but before we do that, we have time for one more tune, I think. Okay. And you wanted to play another one off the SpongeBob album? Yeah. Uh, this one is t- is called Barnacles. Barnacles. Did you want to talk about the tune at all? Uh, barnacles is what we say when we say what they say we can't say. Gotcha. So it's kind of like. The dirty word. Yeah, it's like if this show were not explicit. Mm-hmm. I, Earlier when you said damn hell, hell shit, and, bitch, like, you would have just said barnacles, I barnacles, said barnacles, barnacles, yeah. barnacles. So, yeah. Gotcha. Maybe maybe afterwards you can you can edit like me just saying barnacles a bunch of times. Sure. Say like barnacles, barnacles, barnacles. Yeah. You know, and you can just replace all the words. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Uh, I could do that. Don't do that. That see that see that's how my brain works. I told my brain to get its butt out of my face. But I but want I'm people to listening. hear you curse the way that you did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's good. We should leave it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, here's the tune, Barnacles. We all know that the alphabet has twenty-six letters. Can mix and match to make many nouns and verbs. But if you say the wrong one to your mama, it may upset her. So in Bikini Bottom, we have a word that's preferred. We just say barnacles. It's a word that's okay to scream when you want to let off some steam and say what you really mean. We just yell barnacles and go on our merry way. Barnacles is the way we say what they say we can't say. The rodeo came to town. I went down, thought I'd try some bull riding. That bull line booked me off of his back with one mighty heave. The judges found after I.
got hip to an investment tip Thought I'd play the stock market My broker would not steer me wrong He's a real sharp guy What a trick, get rich quick So I dug way down deep in me pocket Barnacles, I exclaimed As I kissed my assets goodbye So just say barnacles When you're at the end of your rope don't you sit around and mow Or get your mouth washed out with soap Simply say barnacles And go on your merry way Barnacles is the way we say what they say Barnacles, barnacles is, is the way, way when you've had a bad day Barnacles is the way we say what they say we can't say Barnacles! Ooh, <laughs> Papa like <laughs> Yeah. That was awesome. Um, yeah, but thank you for sharing this music on here. I love I love having all my badass friends come over here and share music that they worked on, and the, the fact that you worked on SpongeBob stuff and Weird Al stuff, and that's some big stuff, man. That's no little. That's no little podunk thing. That's some cool shit. It's. it's Are you proud of that stuff? It's very proud. Yeah, and it's a blessing. And I don't know. It just all seems like magic. It is. It truly is. Those the, yeah. uh, when you get to do things like that, it's just very, it's very meaningful and cool. It sticks with you. Yeah, yeah. When you get to do cool stuff like that, and it's forever, man. That stuff's out, you know, on the in, on the internet. Yeah, like this for podcast. Eternity. Exactly. Yeah. This is going to be out there forever. Our friendship will be, you know, will be cemented in time. And I have to know? tell you something. This okay. is actually my very first podcast Ooh. that I've ever done. So well, you'll be at episode one hundred and fifty-four for me. So it's not as. Ooh. <laughs> Just well, one, 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 four, and five. That's, I think that's very right. close to my heart as a bass 50, player. Or 55, yeah. I think. One, oh, okay. 55, one, I think. five, five. That's cool. One, five. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. I think that's what it is. I can't remember. I like that. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. Um, so, the la- you know, the la- I have one final question for my guests that I always ask. And that's simply because, you know, the name of the show is Ryan is Super Strong. And keep in mind, there are so many types of strength, whether it be physical, emotional, spiritual, you know, anything that ends in ikol or ul, you know. <laughs> Um, so what I ask all my guests is simply, Hey, are you super strong? Hmm. Yeah. And, and I, I've been noticing there's, there's a type of strength that I admire in, in certain people that I really look up to. Okay. And it's, it's not the, um, it's not the obvious form of strength, but it's, but it's basically the ability to wear your heart on your sleeve and just, and just make mistakes and not not be perfect and and it's like that's it's okay you know totally yeah it's it's awesome so do you feel so do you feel like you're trying to you're trying to be more like that is what you're trying to say well stacking up concepts in your mind can lead to being a parrot and sure not really not really making connections so it's been really fun to actually talk to you and have a real conversation and yeah and so that's refreshing and and um yeah, I don't know. You know, it's well, it's so nice th- to unlock your heart and and, and feel things. Totally, because yeah. this is going. I think you're kind of already answering my next question, which was kind of which is I, I always ask for advice from my guests that they can give the listener, uh, because some you know maybe not everyone's relating to you. Not everybody relates to everybody, but I but I really do think that because you don't know when or where or how someone's listening to podcasts, because it, it just goes out and it's out forever. Yeah. So some people might listen to it today, and some people might listen three years from now or whatever. But I always think that someone is listening 
and relating to you specifically, you know, and needs to hear whatever maybe makes you super strong, like a Mike Euler, you know what I mean? So what's some advice you can give those people that are hardcore relating to you today, you know, that can serve as kind of their weekly mantra until next week when another guest comes, you know what I'm saying? Well, um, I don't know, but, but, you know, I, I feel like this is interesting because it definitely, um, it's definitely been something that I've been thinking about as far as like, what is it that I should be offering? Like what, what should I be doing? Cause it's like, what do I have to offer? You know? So it's like, how can I put package that or what, what would it be? You know? So I definitely think it's going to be interesting to listen to this in the future yeah and and see where i was at today and and, and how that would relate to where, yeah. where you like know, a time capsule yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. that's super cool yeah so i would say um the advice would be to follow your example and just do an idea that you have and make it happen and be consistent with it and yeah. and you know i mean you're 155 yeah dude how long have you been doing this (laughs) several years now yeah wow that's i applaud you because thanks man that that's another thing for an idea is sometimes it's just you have a great idea and then it kind of you know a couple years go by it peters out and you're like okay that's something i did and i didn't really (laughs) pursue that you know so that's that's inspiring that's my advice Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I take that as a comment, and I think it's a great advice to give. Cause I, yeah. And I try to give that same advice of just, like, just if you're doing something, make sure it's something that you're doing for yourself, and then and make sure that you stick to it, you know? Mm. Make it happen. Because it's like this, I, I'm doing it so I get to spend time with my friends like you, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm getting to do that. You know, otherwise, we don't get to hang out that much, you know? So it's this cool, like, well, opportunity you. to hang out with people that I care about and want to hype and see, you know? Thank you. Of course, man. We got a good yeah. handshake in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome man um well the last thing you know thank you so much for coming over here and thank you for sharing music and sharing your time with me um uh, but i want to the last thing we do kind of on the show is is plugs you know so where can Mm. people go online you you know something that we haven't talked about is your visual stuff you do you do these um what oh crap what i'm uh the uh uh, what's the word for what you do like collages Collages. some kind of digital art or yeah. You do all these digital art collages that I love. You post them on Facebook and Instagram yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. So, so my Instagram is Yuli Mike. It's uh, U-H-L-Y-M-I-K-E. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I occasionally post collages, but I'm kind of bad because it, it's like gig stuff and collage stuff. So yeah. I should really make a separate collage page. But for now, that's that's what it is. Oh, so yeah. Well, yeah. It's just... It's kind of nice to have it all in one spot, too. I mean, they yeah. get to see all, all of what you're about. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So Yuli Mike, uh, go buy these albums. That's a SpongeBob Best Day Ever album. That's yeah, the... there's a SpongeBob Christmas album, which yeah. are both great. They're both written and produced by Andy Paley. That's awesome. Um, so yeah. And then Weird Al Mandatory Fun. Weird Al Mandatory Grammy Fun. Grammy winning album that you were yeah. on and worked on. Uh, what? What? Any other places that people can, YouTube videos or websites or anything like that you want to hype? Probably. And the, if you want to take lessons with Mike, you can hit up the yeah. Silver Lake Conservatory of Music. Yeah, definitely a cool place to take lessons. What's the best? Any, any of their teachers, and, and the summer camps are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Ryan Newton can be found there. Yeah, that's right. Just being awesome. And so, yeah, it's just nothing but good feedback. So That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's great, dude. That's really great. Uh, well, I always take this moment to plug Chad Coleman, who did the art for the show, and I plug uh, Chris Hackman, who helped me with the intro and outro and all the, uh, and all the internal cues that we do on the show. The Instagram is Ryan is Super Strong. The Twitter is at Super Strong Ryan. And you can email us at Ryan is Super Strong at gmail.com if you want to be more a part of that community. 
And then also, if you like this show, and I'm assuming you do if you've made it this far into an episode, <laughs> then please go to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and review the show. You know, give us a five-star rating and write something crazy. If you really like Mike, that you can just say that. Say, I love Mike on the as a review. We're fine with that. <laughs> but every time you do that, it helps the show grow and more ears get on my badass friends like Mike Euler here. And I love that. That's my favorite part of doing this show. So please go rate and review the show. That would be awesome if you could do that. And um, the last thing that I do, besides thanking my guests for making time to be here once again, so awesome to have you, Mike. It was awesome. Uh, the last thing I do is I talk to one listener, or a group of listeners, and I try to get them to up their game in some way. And this week is no different, and I will start right now. All right, guys. This week, I'm talking to a group of listeners that I once was a member of. These are the people, and then, and Mike, I brought this up earlier. This is the group of people that don't want to try lime and bird scooters. You know, mm. I, I get it. I get all the things that we hate about them. I still hate all those things. Like the people, if people don't like them, or, you know, that aren't that, that use them and they're dumb with the traffic and stuff. I hate that too. But man, oh man, is it fun? You know, it's fun. It gets you around fast. It's better than you know using your car. It is cool. It's been very hot, so it's a nice way to let the breeze go on your skin instead of those hot, hot sun rays. I want to hear that Billy Squire track. That oh. might just make me a convert. I, I, maybe I should get, I hook you up with that album. It's called Don't Say No. Okay. So if you want to be like me, uh, you know, download that album on iTunes and get on a lime. Maybe we got to start making a lime playlist. I think so. I think that sounds exactly like what we need to do. That could be super cool. <laughs> but so like any like old man in a, in a, in a Disney movie <laughs> that comes around at the end... <laughs> Get on a lime scooter. Give it a shot. You know, you might find that it's a very enjoyable experience for you, and I want that for you in your life. So listen to the advice of someone like Mike Euler here, who said, you know, basically, if you want to do something, do it. Get on there. Get on mm. that lime scooter. Experience something new. Listen to all the Rhino Super Strong episodes, and so you can get all the advice from my badass guests. And if you do that, maybe one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too, just like Ryan.